0: Hello everyone, my name is Edith, also known as Lady E, and welcome to the Lady E Effect podcast. Today we have a very special guest. I am going to go ahead and dive right into it and give him the opportunity to introduce himself.
1: Thank you, Lady E. Hi, hi everyone, my name is uh, Prince Parker Anyarimba, formerly known as Prince Parker Anyaremba, uh, born of Nigerian descent, very proud of that. Evo Nation, Um, local kid from Norfolk, Virginia, Uh, grew up big on sports, Um, played football at Virginia Tech, basketball at Virginia Tech, very smart, graduated with a 3.9, I always like to put that out because I'm a student athlete first, Um, pretty much me, yeah, just a sports guy, real estate guy, into sales, do IT, that's pretty much who I am.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate your time. You are a very busy man, also very successful, have a lot of things going on. So I know time is something important to both of us. So let's go ahead and dive in. So Um, Speaking of some of the topics that you mentioned we're going to get into some things really quickly and you know just get into some topics that I know the audience will definitely appreciate talking about so first things first I want to dive into um, something that we haven't really dived into much I know especially growing up in the DC Maryland and Virginia locations. Um, There's a lot of prestigious schools here, both um, historically black colleges, as well as colleges, universities, et cetera. So speaking of Virginia Tech, there's a lot of great people that actually attended there. So I wanna dive into that first and have you share with the audience, just your experience and, um, you know, how Virginia Tech was for you.
1: Okay. Blacksburg, Virginia, Uh, it it was a place I called home for what, four years? it was nothing like it. Just being able to go there and uh, make a lot of connections. I actually went there with a really good friend, friend of mine at the time, um, and just built a lot of connections. A lot of my connections actually live up in uh, the D.M.V. area, you know, Northern Virginia, Maryland. But just being in Blacksburg, like I said, there's nothing like it. Being a part of the uh, being a part of the football team, running out the tunnel, uh, just seeing the fans—what fifty, sixty thousand, seventy thousand fans—just screaming. Being able to uh, Walking to the the stadium and listen to Inner Sandman. But uh just like I said, most importantly was the connections. Um just building camaraderie, friendships, networking. Uh it was nothing like it.
0: Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And you're right. You know, when you go to colleges, you know, it prepares you for the real world, even though the real world is still all around you. But, you know, when you go into that space, um, there's a lot of relationships, you know, long term, life-term relationships that you can build. Networking is something that you touched on that is very important too. Of course, we come yeah. to college for, you know, education purposes and graduation and, you know, just building the longevity of our education and just the literacy of the um, industries that we're looking to just grow in as well as sports. So um, speaking of sports, just want to get into that, you know, this network loves sports. So um, yes. some highlights that you have um, in that space regarding football and um, basketball that you had at Virginia Tech.
1: Well, well first I want to precurse this. A lot of people don't know this about me. You know, I, got a, I had an academic scholarship to go to Virginia Tech that I use. Um, I had athletic scholarships to other uh, institutions, other colleges. But uh, as I said before, I graduated high school to 3.9. Didn't really try, but, you know, smart guy. That's my my Nigerian descent Emmy. But um, as I stated before, a lot of people don't know that I went to school on an academic scholarship. Coach Beamer, at the time, he was recruiting. Once again, a really good friend of mine. We both went to high school together. And uh, at that time, we were like a package deal. You know, we were inseparable. Um, with that being said, um, I decided to go there with him um, and join the football team. But most importantly, like I said, academic academia first, you know, my schooling first, you know, now more so on the sports aspect of it. Um, I didn't have the career that I wanted to have at Virginia Tech. You know, I foresaw things that I thought would be the way that I thought it would be, but it didn't turn out that way. But for, as far as highlights, there were some highlights playing against Russell Wilson, you know, then quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks when he played for NC State. Um, that was one of my best college games. Blocking for Darren Evans at the time. He scored on a, like a 90 yard touchdown. I'll never forget it. Uh, myself and Andre Smith, the two tight ends, we had two kick out blocks. Darren runs in for a 90-yard touchdown. That's my best college career game that I can remember. And it was selfless because I'm not even speaking about catching the ball. I'm speaking about blocking. Um, but just being a part of the football team, like I said, it was a brotherhood, never got treated any differently. I was one of the guys. I consider myself a leader on the team. Learned a lot from a lot of people. Um, Basketball-wise, the same thing. Uh, Walked on to the basketball team. I had a really good friend by the name of Paul Debnham. He played football for a little bit. He walked over to the basketball team. My final year at Virginia Tech, you know, all the basketball players vouched me. Hey, we want Prince to come over to the team. They know I was a really good basketball player. Um, In fact, I was better at basketball than football. (laughs) <laughs> but playing basketball, I'll never forget, Uh, it was this guy for um, Wake Forest just talking, and I'll never forget just setting the screen on him, knocking him down. So I brought, I brought a little edge to the basketball team because I was a football player and also just scoring my first points on the basketball team. And uh, it was just ironic that it was one of my best friends who became my roommate at Virginia Tech, the guy I told you about, Paul Debenham, who gave me the assist to be able to score my first uh, basket at Virginia Tech Hokie, basketball player. So it was just great. You know, the basketball team welcomed me. The fans welcomed me in uh, Castle Stadium at that time. Like I said, those are memories I'll never forget.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm sure all the people that you mentioned highlight when they, you know, see this, um interview and see this space. They'll be really excited and it will definitely jock a lot of memories that you guys have, lifetime memories that you have. And like you said, you know, when it comes to college and especially sports, you know, when we all play sports, of course I play sports too, you know, you have brotherhoods and sisterhoods that you build, you know, we all have our own family members and loved ones and siblings more or less, but you know, you really do build a brotherhood when it comes to entering school and it comes to, you know, different sports that you play, but especially when it comes to football and Um, basketball, that's something that, you know, the world is their favorite type of sports, you know, it really is a brotherhood before it's anything else. So of course, everybody yeah. wants to win. Um, success is something that's important, but also, you know, going through the hardships together and learning how to evolve and lift one another up when it comes to you know hardships and challenges, or you know, if you lose something that's a championship or whatever, like just growing as brothers and just having that longevity relationships, especially when you grow up to be, you know, fathers and husbands and things like that. That's something that's super important. So we really appreciate you sharing that and we're going to no shift problem. yeah we're going to shift a little bit into um i know you didn't speak on this um in the beginning but definitely want to touch bases a little bit on parenthood um you're an amazing father and definitely want to share you, thank you of course definitely want to give you the opportunity to just share any highlights you'd like to share regarding fatherhood
1: oh uh, i look at life like this uh i just want to take a step back again you know um 2019. Everybody's talking about 2020's coming. Everybody knows 2020 means perfect vision. You know, everything's lined up perfectly. I think uh, uh, Cinco de Mayo was on a weekend. You know, we got something in the water coming up, and then we all get hit. Everyone gets hit differently. Um, But we all still felt the same with COVID. Uh, You know, addressing the elephant in the room, something that just kind of of came out of left field. Um, So as far as fatherhood, uh, I, I won't lie, it was very tough early on, you know. First child, I have a three-year-old son now, going on 33. Uh, you know, he likes to run everything, full of energy. Um, fatherhood is great, but it was tough early on, just because I had to learn how to be a dad. And that's the biggest thing I can say is give yourself grace, uh, being a parent. Um, but learning how to be the dad, be a dad over the course of what three years since COVID, it is a the blessing in disguise. The reason I bring up COVID is because it was a blessing in disguise. I got a chance to literally watch my son grow from the time he was born until the stage that he's at now, which I'm not sure that I would have been able to have that same opportunity had COVID not hit. So you always just in life, you always want to look and find the silver lining and everything. And uh, that's my silver lining. Um, our next child is going to be a little jealous because um <laughs> not sure he uh, he or she hopefully is she uh, she be able to, you know, spend as much time with her parents early on, being that, you know, you have two working parents. Um, But once again, just back to your question about parenthood, you know, I wouldn't change anything. You know, I love it. It's very, very difficult, but it's very, very uh, rewarding in the end. Just watching a little you grow up, uh, become who they are, uh, build a personality, do some of the things that you do. Some things are even innate. The way I cross my legs, I look at my son, he'll cross his legs the same way the way he might hold a smile. So, you know, I, I just enjoy parenthood, fatherhood specifically for me, um, it's just a beautiful thing.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, mm-hmm. Especially as a man of color, you know, there's a lot of negative connotations that overshadow just the prestigious men and fathers that are here. So, especially with um, you having your experience and just sharing it the way that you have, you know, yes, um, parenting is difficult, um, we don't realize the sacrifices and what our parents did until we become parents, you know, and we have our sure. own experiences when we do that. And, you know, you having your own seat is obviously not the same as, you know, being around other children and things like that. So thank you for just being honest and transparent, because, you know, a lot of times in life, we highlight the good, we highlight you know things that are like, oh, you know, this is my best moment. But those challenges are also a part of your story, let alone your testimony. So we really appreciate you touching on that. So I have about two more things to ask before we close out the segment. So just want to get a little bit into the professional space. Um, You're obviously um, a very successful man in and- the business entrepreneurial space, but just in space. Oh,
1: I appreciate that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So um, especially when it comes to, you know, as, you know, Evo descendants, Nigerian descendants, you know, we have a lot of expertise, just like you shared in sports. You know, you were great at two sports that a lot of times someone is either better at one or the other, if not either one. So, you know, especially when it comes to your professional expertise and background, would you like to share some highlights regarding real estate technology that you would like to share with the audience?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Real estate, uh, I've been a real estate agent since 2015. Um, After I got out of college, you know, graduating and everything, I worked out for two NFL teams, the Ravens and the Browns. Things didn't, like I said, things didn't go the way that I wanted to go, but you know, whatever you believe in, I believe in the higher power, the man above. I know that you know you don't question him uh and if you want to make God laugh you tell him your plans. Uh yeah, other plans for me. I have all my faculties. You know, I I'm not I'm not going to have CTE. Uh I'm I'm going to be okay. With that being said, um real estate, once again, 2015, I got my real estate license, real estate license. After, you know, just going through a, for lack of better words, I'll just be transparent, a depressed state um, of not making it in football Because I wanted what I wanted After that I kind of went into sales I was selling cars for a year Beach forward, Doing really well for myself Selling about 10 to 12 cars a month I um, think that's pretty good With 35 plus agents there um, I had a guy who reached out to me And was just like hey Prince I think you'll do good at real estate I went to go have a meeting with him Next thing you know I passed the test and got my license So my first home And I never looked back um, Real estate is such a lucrative uh thing to be a part of. In fact, anybody who's anybody, real estate is how they acquire money. Uh whether you don't have to be a real estate agent to do that. Um, you could just be an investor, um, just you know, a buyer for yourself. As a buyer for yourself, there's so many things that you can do. Um, you buy a home. So many people, you know, they get into the arguments of, you know, renting versus buying. It's all about your, you know, your preference. Uh for me, I always look at life like this. Everyone needs somewhere to live. You know? Um, you pay a thousand dollars a month, which I know nope, nobody's paying a thousand dollars in today's climate. But just for <laughs> easy, easy numbers, a thousand dollars a month for a year is twelve thousand dollars. If you're renting, you just spent twelve thousand dollars to put in someone else's pocket in four years. That's forty eight. You know. What did I say? Yeah, that's forty eight thousand dollars in four years. With that being said. That's $40,000 that you put into someone else. Now, you know, people get into that argument, you know, home you know, home owning versus renting. But if you put that same money into your home, once you start to build equity into the property, you can always refinance the house. You can pull that money right back out. We have 30-year mortgages out here, you know. Unless you're just rich, born with a service spoon in your mouth, you're not buying a house with cash. But <laughs> let's say, you know, God decides to bless you, you do pay off your house. You can always get a home equity line of credit and you'll basically, Let's say your home is worth 230000 get a home equity line of credit, and they decide to give you two hundred k. that's $200,000 of buying power that you have. You can go buy a piece of bubble gum. You can go buy a car. You can take the trip. You just use it almost like a credit card. You can do whatever you want to do with it. So those are the perks of home ownership. And at the end of the day, it's yours. Um, Renting, you know, you got to ask. You have to wait for other people to come over to fix things. And uh, it might sound like I'm being more negative towards renting, but I'll be honest with you, I want everyone to uh to own in in my opinion. Um I just think it's it's nothing better than just saying this is mine. But I like I said I understand we have a lot of people in the military. Uh thank y'all for you alls service. And you know sometimes they you know they're on the move a lot so they want to be able to just rent and go. Um, as far as personal highlights is real estate, one of my biggest uh, what I love the most is just being able to help a family. Help anybody, not even just a family, someone single, whomever. Just put a smile on their face because I'll tell you, buying a home is stressful. And I'll say this, me as an agent, I just sold my old home. I bought a new house and I moved in December 23rd because I wanted to be in for Christmas for our son. Um, very stressful. I had I gained a whole new perspective on clients in the past that have told me, I just don't even want to do it anymore. It's a very stressful process, but I'll tell you once you do it, it's very rewarding and you know you'll be happy with the decision that you made
0: that is some very 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 valuable information especially in this space of the pandemic um of course life does not stop there's a lot of people that whether they have their families or you know singles or you know whatever stage they're in home owning is something that they may have experienced before or are transitioning into um so Thank you for sharing that because, you know, no like, there, there's definitely challenges in just any chapter in life, especially with homeowning, but there definitely is so much of a better advantage um, despite the challenges of transitioning into a homeowning space because you own it. Um, you don't have to have it forever. Um, just learning the valuable information and resources and just information that will really make a huge difference as far as, you know, the knowledge and the wisdom that comes out of it it makes you just make better decisions as far as what works for you just like you said you know career wise or you know things like that it may not go in that direction so with homeowning too, you still have a lot of, you know, opportunity once you learn, you know, the lingo, the information, the knowledge, and just everything in between that. So, you know, let's say you start off at one home and maybe it may not work for you, you don't have to be stuck. But you know, having the proper knowledge and information is really critical because it just lets you know like how to just weigh your options, right? So thank you so much for touching that. Um, I know no you're mentioned something about technology, too. Do you have any highlights that you want to share? I did.
1: So <laughs> back to the pandemic again, the blessing of disguise. Everybody saw perfect vision. Everybody thought their life was going to be this, that, and the third. I went through a little bit of, uh, I don't like to use the word depression, but uh—about of just not being myself. I wasn't myself. First time father in a home with a crying baby, trying to figure life out. I had to look within. It was perfect vision, but it just wasn't the the fun, the glitz and the glam that we thought it was going to be. Uh, I felt like at the pan- during the pandemic, everyone at some point should have had an epiphany, like look within and just say, you know what, I got to take control of my life. And I was doing good in real estate, but of course, real estate closed, I mean, slowed down because of the pandemic. I said, what can I do that will allow me to not only do real estate, but also to just, you know, make sure that I'm bringing home definitive checks, but something just not anything. I was on Twitter one day and I saw a guy say, you know, I just bought my daughter to this house. But he was also a homeowner for himself. So people was like, oh, how are you buying these houses? He was like, hey, I do IT. Next thing you know, I, I'm on my computer. I'm looking up schools for IT. I look up ECPI, just something, you know, around, you know, around where I stay. And I reach out and I'll never forget this lady's name, Maria Carver. She stayed on top of me. Uh, print, send me this transcript. Print, send me this letter. Print, send me this. Print. I'm the type of person like I don't consider myself necessarily a go-getter, but I'm the type of person is once I start something, I'm going to finish it. You know, I'm a, I'm, I work hard. Um, I'm just not a great self-starter, but I'm becoming a better self-starter. Um, uh, but as far as if somebody tell me to be here at this time and to do this, I'm going to do it. Well, you know, and I'm going to be there with church bills on, I'm, you know, I'm going hard for what I, you know, for what I have to do. But the lady Maria Carver, she got me in there. Uh I started school. I had to take six prerequisite courses back in 2020. And then I started uh, the master's program for cybersecurity in uh, March of 2022. I graduated May uh, of, no, March of 2021. And I graduated May of 2022. So I just got my master's degree in cybersecurity. Um, and I got my first role as a help desk technician helping the Navy. Um I'm big on sports. So, you know, those who have played sports, those who are on fraternities, sororities, they know they got to go through a little bit of hazing. Me working at the help desk is like my little bit of hazing. I pretty much do it all. I'm a Swiss Army knife. You know, at that level, you're pretty much just taking on everybody's problems and fixing it. But, you know, I, I climbed the ladder really, really fast. Um, I'm great at what I do because I pay attention to detail. I pride myself on that. I want to learn why things aren't working. I want to learn why things are working. I just don't want to get stuck in the muscle memory and just doing it. Oh, this is my job. The reason I want to know these things is because I want to help other people, my colleagues, whoever needs it, and I just like being knowledgeable. With that being said, IT uh, has me on the path to do uh, great things. Um, I don't want to speak about things. I, you know, I had some interviews, but I don't want to speak about things too soon because I'm, I'm big on like just, you no, know, not counting my eggs before they, you know, they hatch. Uh, But I know that God has something uh, in store for me with IT um, that's going to be great for my family. Uh, Coming soon, Lady E, I'll be telling you about that. Um, Mm -hmm. But IT, like I said, is great. It's a career that's never going to go away. You know, technology is here to stay. It's very prevalent in our society. Um, It's a job when, you know, other people might be losing their jobs. I hate to say that someone is going to always have to protect the 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 information that's on the internet for companies or however, you know, somebody's going to have to protect that. So cybersecurity is a great field and I'm headed towards that. So that's what I have for that.
0: Thank you so much. Um, You hit every single pin (laughs) to say the very least, as far as just, you know, the reality of life, you know, we are very passionate people, just not just from our culture, just the area that we grew up in and, you know, God really does laugh at our plans because his plans are literally better than ours. So just humbling yourself to understand that and always being open to the proper knowledge and information and paying attention to detail and utilizing it and applying it accordingly, that's where success takes place. Those setbacks, quote unquote, are literally the setup for a comeback. And that comeback was already designed to be your purpose anyway. So I definitely believe that everything that you share so far is a part of, of course, your story, your testimony, let alone your purpose. So to close out this segment, what do you believe, when speaking about purpose, would you like to share as far as your message to the people and the generations to come?
1: And generations to come? um, Honestly, this is not even for the generations to come. This is for everybody. Don't take life too serious. And um, a lot of times when I speak like that, I speak like that to try to help myself. Because I'm a very goofy person, but I'm also very serious. And uh, I've taken life too serious at times. So my advice, um, did you want me to speak more about purpose or advice?
0: Both. Advice?
1: (laughs) My advice would be more so just take the time out to actually be in the moment. Um, A lot of times with myself specifically, I'm going to speak from my own personal experience, is that I've done things too fast. I might take a trip to Jamaica. I'm having anxiety thinking about what I'm going to do when I get home. Those things don't even matter. If you're not living in the moment, then you're going to miss it. There's so many trips that I've taken with friends, with family that I regret because I didn't live in the moment. And what I mean is being in the moment. Sometimes just go outside, grab a leaf off the tree, actually feel the texture of the leaf, leaf, smell the leaf, look at the the way the leaf, the colors are, you know, just be in the moment and don't take life so serious. Don't think that everything that you see on social media is true because it's not a lot of people faking for the ground. A lot of people just faking in general. Nobody's going to upload their, um, their shortcomings, for lack of better words. Nobody's going to upload that. Everybody's going to look like they're having fun. You'll never know. You might have six people in the photo, everyone's smiling and someone's feeling suicidal. You won't even know. They'll be smiling in the photo. Two days later they're gone. Uh, be mm-hmm. kind to people. Um, I'm gonna keep repeating this over and over and over again. Don't take life too serious. Uh, understand that you know the issues that you have today probably won't be your same issues 30 days later. Uh if you get a chance, if you're having a bunch of issues, write them down on a piece of paper, ball them up, put them in the drawer, open the drawer 30 days later and see if that God didn't take care of it already. Mm-hmm. So that's ultimately, and then as far as purpose, everybody has to find their own purpose, whatever that is. Me personally, I love helping people. Um, but my biggest issue early on, like years ago, is that I was helping people to my detriment. You have to get yourself in a place where you have to take care of yourself first. You have to take care of home first. And my analogy for that is a puzzle. If your whole body is a puzzle, and you keep helping people, taking pieces of your puzzle to complete theirs. Once your puzzle is no longer look to, to to complete your puzzle. So that's something I'll say take care of yourself first. And it's nothing wrong with being selfish. Be selfish in moments where you have to be selfish, whether that's protecting your mental peace, whether that's, you know, what, whatever it's for, it's okay to be selfish um, in moments to make sure that you're okay to be able to give back. Give back as much as you can. Don't expect people to be how you are. I'm just kind of just dropping nuggets. um, Just things that I try to live by. Life isn't perfect. Those three words is what gets me through life. Life ain't fair. If you understand that, you know, it hurts, yes. But, you know, it'll help you get through life better. Love on your family and friends. Family over everything.
0: Amen. Thank you so much for just taking the time to just bless us with the wisdom, the value, the information, the knowledge and expertise that you have today. Um, obviously, well, you have shared, you know, this is something that anyone at any age can really take, you know, nuggets, gems, however we articulate it. This is life value, um, generational lessons and conversations that we're having. And, you know, anyone that may know us or don't know us this is something that you know we call value because this is really what transforms your life when you really sit and really just utilize the information that we've been discussing today so we really appreciate you um you definitely are a man of god um first and foremost um you definitely are a family man you are you know, very loving and, you know, you, you you tell it how it is. And that's how we are at The Lady Effect. We tell it like it is. <laughs> we have the necessary conversations to just really transform the mindset and the lives of the people in our communities. Because like you said, you know, we love helping people and we have to learn how to also protect ourselves so it doesn't become our detriment as well. So just learning the balance of these things is really where successful people um, really exist Exalt, you know. So, we really appreciate your time. Um, thank you so much for being here. Um, thank you for just really blessing us with just all that you have. We definitely know that, you know, with the things that have happened, especially since the pandemic and just in general, you know, by the grace of God, we still have life. And you know, until He removes here, we we really have that we have to cherish that and humble ourselves and just know the value of life itself. So with that being said, we appreciate you being here. Um, and you're definitely welcome to come back on on a future show. We have a lot of great things in store that we'll just kind of wait for the audience to see coming up. So with that being said, again, my name is Edith. We appreciate you all for being here. Thank you so much. Um, And last but not least, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, do you have any social media or um, any ways for anyone to get in touch with you regarding real estate or any professional um, connections?
1: As far i I'll just give my email out because I think that'll probably be better. Uh that's P I P like Pip, the number four, G like golf, D like Delta at gmail.com. You hear that that the alpha that alphanumeric military got me, that golf <laughs> and that delta. And I just like to say this. Thank you so much, Lady E. The professionalism. Uh you're doing big things. Give you your flowers as well. Thank you for everything that you're doing, and thank you for having me.
0: We appreciate that. And thank you so much for the kind words. Um, We love you. We really appreciate having great and prestigious men like you just really coming on to this platform and just blessing us with your wisdom. And yes, we will definitely be having some future collaborations moving forward. So with that being said, thank you so much for being here. Um, Again, we will have the information in the description box for anyone that wants to reach out to Prince and myself and definitely follow us on all social media platforms um follow us on YouTube and with that being said have a blessed day and we will see you next time bye all right <laughs>